Hey, 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 this is Tracy Harrell, and you're tuning in to It's Bigger Than Me. And guess what? Today I am so excited. Our topic is the winning mindset. Yes, as you know, we're, talk, we're focused this year on achieving your best, most successful, and most powerful year yet. Not ever, but yet. So our goal is to help you to do everything you possibly can to achieve your best life. And I have two amazing women with me. I have Miss Crystal Hughes. Hey, Crystal. She's also a certified success coach like I am. And we also have a beautiful woman, Sean Simmons. Hey, Sean. Hey, ladies. How are you both doing? Great. Wonderful. Thank you. So we're going to talk today about the winning mindset. Now, how exciting is this? I'm going to ask you to kind of frame your introductions. So Crystal Hughes has been with me for the entire month of February. She actually is sponsoring this month through her company. Tell us a little bit about who you are, Crystal, the name of your company. And we'll ask you to just give us an overview of this winning mindset. Yeah. So thanks again for having me on. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me sponsor. So um, I am author of the book Winning in Real Estate, and I also am Inspire Your Why Coaching and CEO of Crystal Estates. So um, the idea and the pursuit of winning fascinates me. And I believe that uh, to achieve anything and have success in your life, you first have to have a winning mindset. And uh, in order to do that every single day uh, is tough, right? As we know, the motivation every single day is tough. But when we arm ourselves with tools to show up to win, uh, we we can stay on that pursuit. So I'm very excited that you had me here today to kind of talk about winning and how we as success coaches and uh, myself in my business help people win and achieve their goals and their dreams. I love that. I love that. Now, let me just talk to you real quick about what we're doing and why. Why today is going to be a little different. So we always talk about this idea of achieving your best, most successful year yet. That's what we're doing. That's what this is all about. And we always bring in real people with real stories. But I kind of want to roll back just a little bit to make sure I pull you, each of you in to telling your own best story. So I'm not here talking to myself, right? I'm doing this work specifically because it's bigger than me, right? My personal mission, my purpose on earth is really to help each of you to live your best life, to do everything that I can to help activate within the community. And so when I met uh, Crystal in our success coaching certification through Success Magazine, she and I just connected. And she introduced this idea of a book today. And she know, I've read like a thousand books. And so my brain is fueled with all this information. I've never read this one. And this book is called Winning by T.S. Grover. And the thing I love best about this book is that he talks about this urgency that all winners have. It's not about when can I win later. It's about winning now. So I'm going to ask each of you to pause and just think about what you could possibly do to win in your life. What can you do to make this year your best, most successful, most powerful year yet? And so if having a perfect example of what winning looks like helps you on your journey, let me introduce Sean Simmons, who's part of Girl Trek. And Sean just celebrated a huge win. Sean, tell us about your win. (laughs) Tell us who you are first and tell us about your win. 
You know, I'm a person that has just understood that this vessel is the only vessel that we get. Your body is a temple and thus you must take care of it in that capacity. And so I've always managed to get out and exercise in every way possible. But of course, we had the big interruption. I was a person who was in the gym, working out, eating well, and uh, incorporated walking into my routine. I found the organization Girl Trek, which is committed to Black women and girls taking back their health by getting out there and walking 30 minutes every day. And their motto is never ask permission to save your own life. And so I decided to challenge myself with walking 365 days. And uh, as a poem I made up, talked about, I have walked through sun, rain, snow, sleet, and cold, out there trekking every single day because this temple is what it's about. This is where we live while we're here on this earth. And I am an activator. So I help people identify, unlock. Sorry, I got my, my need some sips of water here. Identify, unlock, and activate their aspirations, ambitions, and life assignment in seven key life areas. And fitness and well-being is one of them. I love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Aren't you excited? Are you are you equally as excited as I am? So we're going to talk a little bit more about this journey because, as we know, the reason I have always have some type of celebratory things hanging from the wall or in the room with me is because each day is a blessing. Each day is a celebration. Just being here with you today, doing what I was meant to do, this is a celebration and a success and a win for me. So, Again, the question is, what can you do each day to move closer to your wins, to your journey? And so, Miss Crystal, we're going to come to you, and we're going to talk a little bit about the book. I'm going to have Nathan pull the slide back up, our cover slide back up real quick. And, and what was so beautiful about this is that book at the very bottom, it's called Winning. Thank you, Nathan, for that. Uh, and these things are all connected. This winning mindset is all connected here. Tell us a little bit about the key learning from that book, and then we're going to continue to build on it because I read it too. Um, I didn't read the whole thing, but I read the beginning and the end, and I and I was like, "Yep, yep, all in, totally. We are all aligned." So, give me give me your summary, Crystal, for the listening audience on what they can specifically do and why this book really resonated with you. You bet. Thank you. So, well, a little background on Tim Grover, really quick. So, he trained athletes like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and business leaders and innovators about sacrifice and the requirements and the skills that are necessary in order to win. And a couple of them were really just being unapologetic about your goals, being unapologetic about who you are and what you want in your life, and that there's really no shortcuts to success and to greatness. And that every day you got to show up and compete at a higher level than the day before. And that winning is like that saying with Mike Tyson, right? That life goes as planned until you get punched in the mouth. And so he says, you know, you have to be willing to get up over and over and over again, even though there's going to be loss. And so he says, there's always an opportunity to push yourself harder. And to not run away from the pain, but to actually use that as resiliency training and to let go of insecurity and fear. Someone told me that it wasn't the best idea for my business to let go of focus, to focus on writing a book. And it actually ended up helping me triple my business. So 
it's those it's that mindset that we have to adopt in order to win and he says there's the principles of being relentless and being on a relentless drive so you can be successful at anything right we just have to be willing to tolerate being alone and having a little bit of fear and having that doubt but letting it go and doing it anyway and i'll wrap up with this he says that whatever you dream for yourself this is his quote. He says that whatever you dream for yourself, whatever you're chasing, stay with it, believe in it, fight for it like, like it's your life depends on it because it does. And for me, what that really meant for me was, you know, when I was writing my book, Winning in Real Estate, I wrote, set, you know, the seven ways to win in real estate. And when we can just show up with this winning mindset and, and not, well, maybe the, the market, real estate market is, is too tough. I'm not going to be able to win. But we have to surround ourselves with people who think winning and hire the right team to win. Hire the right coaches to win, right? I mean, like, Sean, you walked 365 days in a row, right? It, your whole story is amazing. So it's this pursuit of showing up every single day, no matter what. I love that. And surrounding yourself with people who want to see you win as well. So fighting like your life depends on it, like you said, your body. And so this book really resonated with me in that way. I love it. Yes, yes, and yes. Crystal, did I say already today how much I adore you? Oh. <laughs> but you know that. You know that already. <laughs> I appreciate you. We've had some fun together. This is I, I'm not looking forward to February ending. So we've had sleepovers with three or four other ladies in the house. Karaoke. We're having a good time with this. It's not ending. This is true. This is true. Thank you for thank you for reminding me. That's really good. So what what I loved about what you just shared, and again, this idea of saying being unapologetic about your goals, and then I'm going to jump to the end. You also said be relentless. Sean, um, you know, you talk about your goal, but the truth is you didn't just walk 365 days. Let me just add, you walked 365 days in a row, which meant you started several times and had to start over. Tell us about that journey. <laughs> yes, it just wasn't one time. So starting out, uh, then got interrupted. We had the smoke in September of 2020. So that started me over. And then in February, 2021, we had snow in this area, four to six inches, and I was not prepared to go walk in that. <laughs> so it started again and it started again. And, you know, it was a lot of focus and determination to just say, you know what, I don't want to start over again. And so this time around when we had snow again, I was prepared. So I had the shoes and the gear to get out there and walk. And I tell you, the, the, the discipline that it takes to be out here in the Pacific Northwest walking in wet cold, uh, you know, being bundled up, you know, black women, we in the hair, you know, finding the gear to get out there. That took a lot. So, you know, I'm working to make sure I translate that discipline and focus to the other areas of my life where I want to be even more successful with the winning mindset. You know, the mind expands and constricts every day. So it's a constant renewal of the mind, renewing of the mind, because one day you feel like superwoman and you're getting a lot of stuff done. The next minute your mind is constricting again. So it's a constant daily process to make sure that the mind is being renewed 
however you choose to renew it with your affirmations, with the Bible, whatever words you choose to use to help you renew your mind. You know, and I have an expression that came about when I lost my brother several years ago, which really ignited a fire under me to make sure I've always had that spirit of wanting to make sure to accomplish everything that I've been put on this earth to do before I leave the earth. And as I close out lots of messages, I say life is brief. Time passes whether you do something or not. So live fully activated and love, live, look, feel, act, think, and be your best. Because as we know, time is passing quickly and we need to accomplish, be, do, have all that God has created for us to be, do, and have, and to make sure we leave it all here before we leave this earth. Yes. Yes. And yes, I love you too, Sean. <laughs> now, let me just clarify how I met Sean. So I met Sean on the Girl Trek uh, Facebook page. There's a Girl Trek Seattle. And these are women who are, like she said, committed to um, walking on a regular basis with themselves, with families, with friends, etc. Nathan, I think you have one of the sites up. Is that right? Which one? Can you show us real quick a little bit? I think they have a, a mission and a motto, which I love, love, love. So this idea of of just connecting, do you have their mission? So anyway, what, what, what's super exciting? There you go. So you can go to, what is it, girltrek.org? Girltrek.org. And you can sign up within your specific area. And these women are just out there doing it. Now, I do have to admit, most of these pictures were pre-COVID, right? I mean, tell, tell us a little bit, Sean, about how they're modifying what they're doing today. To keep active. And so, yeah, so it, it is still available for you to walk. It's not about now, you know, making massive groups. So March 10th is something that's coming up, a movement to celebrate Harriet Tubman, who basically was like the catalyst for all of this, because uh, the founders, uh, Morgan and Vanessa, like Harriet, said, no, we're not leaving any woman behind. We're coming back to rescue all of our sisters and we're getting them out there to walk to save their lives as well. So March 10th, there is a Walk for Harriet coming up to celebrate her 200th birthday. So women globally will be walking 2.22 miles in celebration and in honor of Harriet Tubman. And this season is the season that Girl Trek is really pushing uh, black liberation and a global movement now. It's It's been in a few countries, but now they are really about uniting the communities, getting a thousand at least neighborhoods active and walking and taking back the streets so that all of us can be uh, completely healthy and whole within our families, within our communities. So they are going global this year and they aren't playing and they are serious about it. So it's very exciting, the new mission that's been added. I could not be more excited. And what I love about this is <laughs> you mentioned Harriet Tubman, which I did not know the connection until you just said it. So my nickname is Tracy Harriet Tubman Harrell. T-H-T-H, I swear to God. So because my name is Tracy Harrell, you throw Harriet Tubman in the middle, it's T-H-T-H, set my people free. And that's actually the work I'm doing from an inclusion perspective. Wow. I actually say it humorously, but I got to be careful because, um, you know, what, what, what's really interesting is um, it, it is about this urgency of now. We can have conversations about what could be done, but the question is what can you do today? What will you do? Not what could you do, but what will you do to activate a new level of success 
in your community and in on your own life. Right. And so thank you for sharing that, Shauna. I, I really love that. I'm going to be much more active participant in Girl Trek. I'm going to do everything that I can to feature women from Girl Trek. Uh, look forward to having you come on back. We're going to actually host a number of initiatives through. Um, I'm also president of a nonprofit organization called the National Black MBA Association. Uh, there's 41 chapters around the country. So my goal is to connect uh, Girl Trek with National Black MBA and like you get some connected. You like that? <laughs> She's nodding. Yes, I love it. So we're going to get That's this great. thing going. So I'm excited. Could not be more blessed to be in this space. So just to get back to this idea of a success, a winning mindset, again, from the book and from your life. Sean, you haven't read the book. You have not read the book Winning. Yet, 75% of what you said is direct quotes from the book. That's because, as I say all the time, and I'm going to let Nathan help me out with this, success is very clear. Success has a recipe, a clear roadmap. Like, we know what it takes to be successful. Right. It's about identifying those actions, that next right action and taking action, believing that you can and actually doing the work. So you talked as well about being consistent. You talked about your mindset and renewing your mind each day. I heard you talk about that daily renewal. Thank you for that, Sean. They talk about the same things. And this this book called Winning says this is a book that's unlike any other book. Now, no book is like any other book, because, again, once you've read a thousand books, you're like your books. You're like, you know what? There's such consistency in those themes that help us to be successful, right? We all are basically saying the same thing. We may give it a new name. We may give it a proprietary process and call it something different. But at the end of the day, this idea of deciding to do something, being consistent, and holding yourself accountable with a community and individuals that will help you move forward, that is the recipe for success. Ladies, any comments? <laughs> Am I missing anything? <laughs> Crystal, I know you had some I thoughts the earlier. The community part of it is so true. You know, with, uh, you know, in, in success, we talk about, you know, surrounding yourself. You're the, Jim Rohn says, you know, you're the formula of the five people that you surround yourself with, right? So making sure that we're careful whose voice we're listening to, right? Um, and the advice that we're getting in order to get closer to our goals each day. Right. And, you know, surrounding ourselves with people that are like the, the girl track and people who are wanting to work on their health and work on having this winning mindset. Right. Because um, sometimes the difference comes down to our team and our network of people and who we're surrounded with. Right. They can be the, the ones that are, make all the difference between us getting to the next level. I mean, the fact that you're doing this work, there's 41 chapters and you're the president for this. I mean, you're helping represent and and speak and be a voice for people and so you you are the perfect example of this winning mindset to help people achieve their goals and so i i think it's really important that if you know if someone's listening right now and they have any fear or doubt about achieving something surround yourself with the right people who are going to help you get there because it that. might be your biggest regret in life right like laying there in bed and being like darn it I should have surrounded myself with people who, who maybe believed in me more than I did. Mm, I love that. Crystal, I've been there. Crystal, you and I have been talking uh, for a few sessions about the high five habit. That's a book yes. uh, by Mel Robbins, her newest book. Yes. 
Um, Mel Robbins was the author of the famous book and the famous movement called The Five Second Rule. And it's about when you think about doing something, Sean, like you described, because I said, hey, what were you doing? What did you do when you thought about doing something, but you didn't want to go walking, for example? And Mel Robbins says, do a five, four, three, two, one, five second countdown and get moving. Get up. Get out of bed. Take action. Five, four, three, two, one. Bam. Five, four, three, two, one. Out of the door. Five, four, three, two, one. Right. Up. Whatever it takes. And so you did that. Am I correct? You haven't read Mel's book, but you you took those actions without even knowing what it was. You just got up and you just did it. Correct. Yeah, you know, and I actually have read that book and I agree with it in certain instances. But, you know, once you learn yourself as well, so it's not always just taking everything that people have written, but you need to make sure it flows with who you are and how you function. And so in many instances, yes, you know, when I wanted to uh, not get outside because it was pouring and I got to put on all the gear and everything else and just be out there getting drenched, I said, no, Sean you keep going. You do not want to start over again because you are well on your way now. And so once again, you know, I take my health and self-care very seriously. And as we had talked about before, I am a multi-sport athlete. I've grown up playing all kinds of sports. And so I've stayed active. And when my body doesn't move, it hurts. And so when the gym closed down with the great interruption, you know, I had to find ways to keep myself going because otherwise, I would not be at my optimal capacity because I wouldn't be feeling my best. So that also motivated me. Like I've got to keep moving. There's just no if, ands, or buts. So you will not let 30 minutes of a day hold you back. So get out there and walk. Yes, yes, and yes. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And 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 what I also love about what you just shared is there is no one recipe, but there are commonalities to this idea of success. People that are successful have very similar qualities. There's hundreds and thousands of books that have been written on this concept of being successful. So having a winning mindset, it means some things that you might be surprised about. So winners, people with a winning mindset, they're not afraid to fail. They're just not. Most people with a winning mindset are afraid that they're not going to get to do all the great things that they were put on this earth to do. That was one of the things in the book, and I'm like, I agree with that. That, that people with a mini winning mindset also feel like their life is connected to a bigger audience. Again, my show is called Bigger Than Me. My business is called It's All Bigger Than Me Consulting. I'm a success coach, and I can help anyone achieve any goal with ease and with joy. I've contributed to three books that became international bestsellers. So if you want to write a book, reach out to me, Tracy at it's all bigger than me.com, right? If you want to leave your best life, that's what we're all here for. Like we are all here to do this work together. And so one of the things I wanted to kind of focus on is this idea of showing up each day for yourself, showing up for yourself. Uh, Crystal, I know you and I were talking about the book that you wrote, um, Winning in Real Estate, Do you want to share anything from that book um, specifically with its audience that would apply, whether you're winning in real estate, but the things that you also wrote about? Yeah, I appreciate that. I love that you help uh, coach people through writing the book. And um, I'm doing the same thing as well, uh, you know, coaching people through writing the book. Here's the book, Winning in Real Estate. So um, I actually said there's seven real estate moves uh, and I'll just go through them really quick. So number one is adopting a winning mindset. 
asking quality questions, hiring an expert, join a winning team, prepare financially properly, six, make strategic offers, and seven, checkmate. And really, I think all of those can be applicable to life, asking quality questions, adopting a winning mindset, prepare yourself financially and plan strategically and, and set yourself up in a position in order to win. So, you know, having actually become an author, wrote a book, um, coaching people through public speaking, you know, it's don't doubt yourself and surround yourself with people who believe in you and help you because I could have not actually finished and completed the book. And I did by surrounding myself with people who helped me get there. So whether you want to achieve your real estate goals or uh, write a book, you can contact myself or and or Tracy as well. <laughs> totally. So I just love it. Like, what amazing people we, you know, we you get to put ourselves around in. And the book was really originally just designed because I was getting the same questions over and over. <laughs> Help my clients. It was really more like a business card, but also a way to say, hey, here's how we can win with the commonalities of the same questions, right? And like you said, Sean, it doesn't always apply to everybody, but it does apply to some and can be applicable. So thank you for allowing me to share about that. So wait, Crystal, I'm not done with you yet. Yeah. So yes. can you <laughs> can you show the cover of the book? Because I know you yes. love to play chess. I do. So put put a I little closer to, to the camera. Chess. Yes. Do, do you guys see that? And your last chapter is Checkmate. Tell us what yes. the key learning is from that Checkmate ch uh, chapter. Yes. So it's really about strategically setting yourself up in life in order to win. Right. And so and also that the experts around you have to help position you in order to do that. So really in chess, right, the best position, the most positions are to be able to protect the king, which is the asset. So as realtors or as coaches or as consultants, it's our job to make sure that you're set up and you're protected in order to be the one who says, checkmate, we win. We get to win in the offer. We get to win in life. We get to take the prize home and help you along the way. And so that's really what the last chapter is about, is, is getting the keys and getting the ownership title and saying we won and now we're homeowners. And what that looks, smells, feels, and sounds like for people for homeownership means so many different things, but what a beautiful process to be a part of. Oh my God. Yes, yes, and yes. And so, so if you want a copy of my book in chess, um, winningandrealestatebook.com. And uh, one more thing I want to add to that yes, is yes, chess in the game of chess, pawns are just the pawns, right? They're in the front, they're the front of the line, but we're a lot like pawns in life. And if we stay stagnant and we stay in one position and we're not moving forward, we're not necessarily setting ourselves up to win. And sometimes like the knight can move backwards. Sometimes we have to move backwards in order to move forward with more momentum. But with that forward momentum, when the pawn gets all the way to the other side of the board, they're a queen or another knight or a bishop in promotion. So like Sean, keep moving, <laughs> keep moving towards your goal. Stay on that pursuit and be relentless and get your copy of Winning in Real Estate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I love it. That is, that's, listen, that's called winning, my dear. I love you so much. Yes, 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 yes. So, so Sean, she talked about, first I'm going to, I'm going to, I like to recap and break it down for my yeah. people. So sure. <laughs> just to be clear, we've said this in many ways, but I'm going to make sure you just heard her idea of checkmate is strategically setting yourself up to win. Right. So we've said from every book I've read, from everything we've done, it really is about deciding 
that you want to accomplish a thing and then preparing yourself to do that. Even Mel Robbins says in her book, The High Five Habit, sometimes you do have to just you know, lay out a runway. Remember I said I was going to start working out in December while going through a breakup, right? It didn't work out. I was like, this is not the best. This is not setting myself up to win. Right? I'm like, I need to, I need to prepare. I need to do some other self-love before I go, which might, you know, in- include some different steps. All right. It didn't allow me to focus as I can and I will moving forward. So I do think it's important to give yourself some grace and some love as you're strategically setting yourself up for success. You also just heard Sean say, you know, initially when it started to snow, she wasn't ready to walk in the inches of snow that happened here in Seattle. But but she got it together, and the next time it snowed, she was ready. So, Sean, my question is coming to you now. Let's go back to this idea of setting yourself up for success. So you know a lot of people started the year planning to release weight, right, to be more healthy, to be more well. And it sounds like you're a coach as well. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about your business, what you do, and what advice would you tell someone who started in January and they've already fallen off the wagon? And so, you know, like you said, we all have to give ourselves some grace. And uh, as an activator and helping people identify, unlock, and activate their aspirations, ambitions, and life assignment. One of the things that's most important is to get clear and to get clear, you sometimes need to get quiet so you can hear exactly what it is you need to do and get instructions so that you're on the right path and you're not just randomly doing things that aren't in alignment with what and who you are called to be. And so giving yourself some grace and understanding that everything is a process. There are steps to take and to take baby steps. Sometimes there's going to be, you know, I'm creating a membership program that is called Life by You University, Your Race, Your Pace. And PACE will be an acronym, an acrostic with helping to just crystallize some just common sense practical wisdom that I've been graced to be to have instilled in me to be able to give to others. And so it's about understanding your race, your assignment and your pace. You know, some of us as a multi-sport athlete, I tell the story that I had some male friends who just tried to convince me to go out for track. So during, before high school, I played soccer and softball. And then, you know, you had to start choosing sports as you got to high school. So I ended up with volleyball, basketball and softball. But one softball season, and they they made me miss lettering that year because I foolishly agreed to go out for track. Oh, Shawna, you'd be great. High jump. I did not compete in one meet. That was not my gift to run just to run or to high jump and be flipping backwards or to jump over hurdles. And so I learned very quickly that I need to be running the right race. And so using lots of those analogies with the 100 meter, 200 meter, 400 meter, you know, there's sprint. And then you got a a race of 100 hurdles. So you got some hurdles to jump over. And so just understanding that your race is not my race and keep like the horses, keep your blinders on and stay focused on who you are and what you are called to be and do. Run your race at your pace. And that way you hopefully will complete the assignments that you were called to here on the earth. Girl, 
I love you. <laughs> do y'all see the love that's in the air here? Like, this is what we do on Bigger Than Me. We bring together, bring together amazing people who are committed to you, committed to each of you. Like, when you wake up, each of you, you wake up and you are going to do your thing. You're going to run your own race. But part of your race is helping other people run their race better. Part of your race and part of our, our, our mission, our passion, is really to help other people to do, to live life what did you call it? Life by you. I love that. Life by you. Yeah. I love it. The other thing I wanted to to to, to um, clarify is a common thread among most success coaches, most people who have been successful in life. It really is that you know everything is a process, right? And, and it's so important to celebrate the individual wins, the wins, right? Yay. Yay. <laughs> right. When Mel Robbins wrote her book and she says, you know, the high five habit, it's actually meant for you to wake up every morning and celebrate you, to activate you, to acknowledge that, yes, you are amazing and you got this. Hey, high five. Looking yourself in the eyes, promising that you're going to you got your own back. Right. Committing that you're going to do what you said you were going to do for yourself. How amazing. <laughs> How amazing is that? So when, when, when we all share that, again, life is really a process of many wins and many micro wins and micro celebrations or many wins and many celebrations that are going to help you to achieve whatever that bigger goal is. It is so important that even as you think about your vision, we've said this before, but when you think about your vision in life, right, most of us have that end goal. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to walk for 365 days. But do you know what Sean Simmons did almost every day? She went onto Facebook in this Girl Trek Seattle group. And I don't have a little sticky, but do you have any of your stickies there? She would write a sticky and, and with a number on it. Like, I think I, I caught up at the end. I just kind of caught up to her journey as she was finishing. But she was like, 360 days. Yay. Then it was 364, 365. Sean, how important was it for you to celebrate every day? And you looked so into it. It was like, yes. That's like, it's so important to identify what's the long-term goal, but how are you going to celebrate day by day and moment by moment? Tell us about that. And then, Crystal, same question for you. Well, exactly. I mean, we've heard the adage, you know, you can't get up to the top of the stairway without taking one step. So it's one step at a time. And the thing too, you just hit the nail on the head. We have to celebrate the small wins and they're not small. So that's the thing to just remind yourself all the time that any bit of progress is progress. And you know, some of my younger cousins who I talk to and try to encourage them as well, just do something daily towards whatever goals, whatever ambitions or aspirations that you have. Carve out some time. It doesn't matter if it's five minutes, 50 minutes, two hours, whatever it is, just take some time daily to make sure that you are contributing to you and what it is that you want to do. So those small wins, you know, and I purposely started, you know, from February 1st, because I was like, oh my gosh, you're in the home stretch for real. <laughs> so let's Make this okay, you know, and I'm an educator by profession, so you know, I always have these creative ideas. So I was like, we're just gonna post 
and I called it the count up to completion. And so from February 1st to February 16th, I posted my picture with my posted note and gave a little brief recap of some self-care uh, health or wellness tip that day. And yeah, I mean, it was just like, oh, you're in this for real. This is about <laughs> to be done now. You have been at this a long time, Brenda. You're about to be done. And so it was exciting just to, to you know, people along the way have been watching the journey. You know, I would post incrementally like every 25 days, you know, so people could see and, you know, just the comments that I have helped people to take back their life with wanting mm, to get out to yes. walk or wanting to eat better or wanting perfect. to do whatever it takes. Because as I talk about and I've said, this body is your temple. This is how you get to experience the earth. And so much does not go well in life if you are not healthy. So health is the true wealth. And so the simple act of getting out there 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, it doesn't matter. Just get started. Yes, yes, and yes. Ms. Crystal, similar question for you. And you and I know how important it is to celebrate the steps along the way to get to that larger goal. And, and, and again, you did some major things like on this four month period, you doubled your business. You lost. T tell us that story again and real quick. And then and then tell us about that daily, those daily um, advice that you would share with someone who's trying to accomplish a goal and why those daily celebrating those small steps. Yeah. Is so critical. Well, Sean, I think I agree so much with what you said. There was a lot of really good, beautiful things that you said in there. And I think you're so right that your health is really important. When I was two months before I turned 21, I held my dad's hand while he passed away. And I remember thinking, you know, he was 58 years old. And I remember thinking, you know, is this what life is going to look like for me? Am I going to die before I'm 60? So what's the impact that I'm going to make? And when the opportunity for me to come up to write a book and to help leave a little bit of an impact and some of my message about winning and having the right people in your life in order to be set up for success, I, I said, yes, yes, please. And thank you. And here's what I have learned about myself and through this process of doubling my business, losing 20 pounds, growing a team, writing the book completing the 75 heart challenge, what I learned was, is, and Sean, you hit on it so well, is that the winning, those small wins, and we have to be careful that we don't compare ourselves to others, right? What the wins mean to us is showing up. When we win, it's when we make those micro commitments and those habits. And when we show up, we're winning. And when we do it each day and we don't give up, especially like you said earlier, when you got so far, it's like, why would I quit now? That's when we're really winning. And my, my coach, my mentor, my friend, uh, Nicholas Trevelyan, he has the triumphant author program, triumphant agent CEO program. And he actually helped create this shirt and wrote it for me. And he has a CEO program and he says, adopt the mentality of the CEO. And he coached me through and sent me this shirt for, I wrote the book. And so those wins is celebrating yourself and in the triumphant program he says it's left foot right foot that dirks bentley song right it's only a mountain your left foot your right foot and then a couple million more so don't give up on yourself and bet on yourself that's what i say in my book is be willing to bet on yourself um and chapter three talk about vision and accountability 
and that it. vision that you have to have for yourself you have to believe that you can win so that's my thoughts on that i love it and you just said the word accountability uh just 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 a little bit more that's huge i was i was actually going to go there so that's perfect timing this idea okay. of accountability meaning not just saying a thing but doing what you say that is the other secret to success right it is about being debrina jackson gandy is i'm part of her her community. She's a master uh, life coach. Uh, she's also written three books. She's actually written three books. I've contributed to three books. She's written three books. Um, and she talks about this idea of integrity having multiple layers, with the first one being integrity to yourself, right? Then integrity to another, integrity to a group, right? All of those are so important. And it was interesting, even as I think about my personal journey. Um, a lot of the work that I did in corporate America as I was leading these DNI initiatives, um, even though I was having my own personal experience with inclusion, it wasn't until some young girl came into my office wanting to commit suicide because of an experience she was having in corporate America that I realized, you know what, mm-hmm. I have to fight harder, right, for others than I do for myself. Like, I wanted to fight harder. I wanted to do the work and make sure that I left a legacy. And I thought, if not me, then who? If not now, then when? So winning also has this level of accountability and urgency. Can we talk a little bit about those words, ladies? Why is everything so urgent when you're really trying to accomplish, have a winning mindset? Well, as I said already, life is brief. And if you really have not paid attention in the last couple of years to understand that, that is something that you really have to understand. Time is speeding up in the earth. So there's that urgency to complete what it is you're designed and assigned to complete. And so even with me now, you know, as I am a part of uh, Debrina's sister, Erica Jackson James's group. And, you know, <laughs> the Jacksons are off the chain, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> so Debrina Jackson, my, Gandy, and Erica Jackson. Sister. Erica is phenomenal. <laughs> so being part of a woman's group that is truly about helping one another succeed and and learning from, you know, Erica's a master in so many areas as well. And so being accountable to put things out there because what is in me, as I have just really been convicted, I'm holding up the healing and the freedom of the people that are assigned to hear my voice because they can only hear it from me. And I can no longer hold on to all these things that have been here to be birthed into the earth for them so that they can get their liberation and get on with getting their aspirations and ambitions accomplished. And so the urgency is there. And so I am really working a lot harder to work for myself and not uh, succumb to thinking that I have to be in an entity, which is how I've grown up you know, being employee, you know, especially being an educator, being a a teacher, being an assistant principal and that kind of thing. But to now take responsibility to get everything out and it is a challenge. So because it's so much work, but Mm -hmm. once you get it done, it's done. So that's my challenge for myself is to get these things done and get them out there so that I can make sure the people who need to hear my voice and what it is that is being called for me to do for them so that they get their liberation and freedom so that they can go forward and be successful in whatever, um, you know, I talk about seven key life areas, whichever area that they're working on then and there, that they can go ahead and get to their success 
in whatever capacity that they're working towards. Yes, I love it. And it's so interesting. So you and I have had a very similar experience. So it sounds like you were in uh, 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 in, in an educational space. I was in corporate America for 25 years, eight years at IBM, 14 years at Disney, five years at Microsoft. So I'm clearly a corporate. My mind was lined up to be a corporate girl. Now, I have to show you something real quick. So Nathan, give me a single shot. So I'm also, I'm now an entrepreneur, right? And so this is an organization, a group that I connected with. It's David Bear. Um, and so he has an event coming up. Can you see that? Yes. Yes. David Bears. It's called Phenomena 2022. It's this upcoming weekend. It's the uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, which is absolutely amazing. And I actually have leaned into this work for my entire organization. So if you think about the National Black MBA Association, it's a nonprofit. It's made up of our focus, our mission is economic and intellectual empowerment for both those in professional roles in any type of professional role, whether it's in corporate America, in schools, to your point, in the academic environment, in, in civic organizations. But it's also focused on success for entrepreneurs. We do a scale-up pitch competition with a $50,000 prize to the best entrepreneurial story, right, around how they're going to change the world. And so one of the things that we don't do is necessarily invest in our business. We work, we don't invest time to focus on building the best story, building our best business. So what this guy does is he focuses on not only your business, but also your mindset. And so this upcoming opportunity, he says, the power to change your reality begins with a changed mind. Mind. He has an upcoming book called A Changed Mind. Uh, no, it's called Mind Hack. Um, but it really is a four mental habits of the world's most successful entrepreneurs. And this upcoming three-day workshop, again, I get nothing out of this except saying I've been involved with David Bear since January now, and I, my life is already better because, again, I was raised as a corporate girl, and now I'm becoming an amazing entrepreneur. So if there's any entrepreneurial uh, pursuits in your life, this is one dude, David, D-A-V-I-D, and then Bayer, B-A-Y-E-R, um, the upcoming event is called Phenomenon 2022. So we hope you can join. And again, his website has all kind of great information. It's a powerful living experience. It's about changing your mind. Mind hacks is what he calls it. He has this mind hack program, which I really loved as well. So we're going to focus on this idea of self-development, teaching you a framework that allows you to really improve every area of your life. Right. As success coaches, we started with the success wheel. Remember that, Crystal? Like here's yes. all the things that could be changed. And oftentimes we have success in one area, but not in another area. And Crystal, you had I, I think I asked you this previously and you shared your story. We're going to ask um, um, Sean the same question. Sean, you're doing amazing in many areas of your life. Is there one area where you want to focus and, and, and we can hold you accountable to coming back and telling us where you want it to be and where you are? There's several areas <laughs> that are coming back and being resurrected. Nice. You know, it's so crazy how life is cyclical. You know, you go, life's a journey, you know, and we go through all of our good experiences, what we label good, what we label bad. We learn from these experiences. And so in my life area, I'm looking to eventually get relocated to the East Coast and uh, recover financially. And so as I look back, you know, I said I was just really laughing. I got lots of scholarships when I went to 
the University of Washington. And so, you know, after the quarter when they dispersed your check and you had leftover, and I said, oh, dear God, I could have been a multimillionaire many times over had we had the wherewithal to invest that overage every quarter for those four years versus buying a leather coat. You know, I can remember some of the clothes I bought, you know, and you, you're young, just want to be cute and all that. And I said, oh, dear God. So there's so many instances now, you know, with several investments that have not paid off because of the interruption and things of that nature. So I am looking to get back on track and beyond financially in this season. And so just taking it day by day and working towards that, as well as, like I said, relocating, because I have, I know my purpose partner is in that area. And so I need to get myself there so we can connect. Okay. Did you, a couple of things, a couple of things I want to pull on there. (laughs) You just said your purpose partner. Uh, I got so much. We listen. We I can't believe we have less than five minutes. We have about five minutes left for this show, so I'll be bringing you back, Sean. Don't worry about that. You and Crystal both have a conversation about your partners, so we might see if we can get Debrina and maybe even her sister on, and we can talk a little about one of them to talk about this idea of relationships. I just finished Love Academy again with um, Debrina, and there's so much more we're going to talk about. So we're going to end this show really kind of recapping and restructuring this formality around having a winning mindset. And what David Baer talks about is he talks about, you know, being in these various states of being. And this is the the, um, workbook that is coming, that we're going to be leveraging in the upcoming session. And what I love about it is if you think about being in a powerful state of being, a powerful mind, uh, having powerful, being in a powerful state is when you're not, it's when you're focused on the possibilities. It's when the positive energy is is your primary focus. It's when you know that the world has set you up for success, even in the language. So have you guys noticed that Sean Simmons uh, uses the word the interruption? When she talks about COVID-19, what many people call the pandemic, which could be a major downer, right? She's calling it the interruption. It's just a little interruption. I was trying to do my thing, but there was a little interruption because guess what? It's not going to stop me. It's not going to slow me down. Guys, that's what a winning mindset is. You get to decide how to stay in a powerful mental state, right? The little interruptions won't stop you. Crystal, I heard you say that we learn from our mistakes. How important is it to have a good mindset? Now, I don't know if you want to go real quick into some of the things that we talked about previously. When you have some drama, trauma that has happened in the past, and you're like, hey, that too was for my good because I get to leapfrog right, over that in a beautiful way. Tell us about the importance of using pos- your positive mindset to reframe. As success coaches, we reframe things for people and help people right. to reframe. It doesn't have to be the, the, the worst pandemic ever that, that's going to kill everyone. It's, it's a little interruption. <laughs> it's a big deal. I love that. Right? It's a great <laughs> I love that. Yeah, life's going to happen. It's going to show up, right? Those moments are going to show up. It's going to test us. And so we just either use it to our advantage to build mental strength and resilience and grit in our lives to overcome and learn from it and thank the lesson and move on. Um, and, and hopefully we don't hold on to it and put it on our shelf um, as, as, a, as a book in our life of shame and regret. We don't need to live in that, that life in that bookshelf. Right. We can we can live uh, in happiness and possibility and belief in ourselves and and, uh, accountability. We can have vision in our lives. 
but we need to have that accountability in addition to to help us with that plan that we have to be successful. So I'm actually going to be launching a 30 day program for women entrepreneurs, uh, anyone who wants to grow in their career, uh, write a book. Um, uh, achieve their health goals, I'll be launching a 30-day program in spring. So I'll I'll send you that link and that announcement, Tracy. Let's also tell people how they can find you. We have literally yeah. less than three minutes left, so we're going to have each of you do two things. We're going to recap. What is your, if you had to give one, from all the wonderful things that we talked about today as it relates to the winning mindset and really helping someone else to activate I want each of you to share what would be that one thing you would share with someone, one or two, whatever you want to do, but you got one minute um, to share what that thing is, as well as how people can reach you. Crystal, we'll start with you. Want to start with me? Okay. Uh, I just want to recap what Tim says in that book. The winning book is that whatever you dream for yourself, whatever you're chasing, stay with it, believe in it, fight for it, fight for your life. Like it depends on it because it does. So winning is watching. It's waiting for you at the finish line saying you're welcome. The race is over. The price has been paid for now. So if you'd like to get a hold of me, I am on Instagram at Inspire Your Why Coaching or winninginrealestatebook.com. And again, Tracy, thank you so much for having me here. And Sean, a pleasure meeting you. And I look forward to staying connected. Yes, yes, yes. Sean, same question for you. What, what final words of wisdom would you share with our listening audience? And, and how can they reach you? Well, I would just want to leave with people it's about belief. And as in scripture, it talks about the father help my unbelief. And so I just want everybody to work on the mindset of eradicating any unbelief because everything that you need to succeed to produce is already within you. There's a blueprint already designed and we just have to tap into that blueprint to get the structure completed. So belief and eradicate any unbelief. And I'm Sean N. Simmons. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, my website is seansimmons.net and looking to get that rebranded here in the very near future. And just praying that we all get to live fully activated. Yes, yes, and yes. Well, I am thrilled to close this show out with some final, final words. So what I'd like to impart to each of you is remember... Any progress is progress. So each day decide what do you want to accomplish and then take some step, some incremental movement to accomplish that goal. Success is clear when you have belief in what you want to accomplish and you know what the next step is. All you have to do is take action. I know it sounds simple, but there's all kind of ways that you can do that. Five, four, three, two, one, bam, right? The high five rule. Any number of things you can do. This is Tracy Harrell, and remember, it's bigger than me, but together, it's not bigger than us. We got this. Thanks. Thanks.